What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside the Litter Box. Today, we will be talking about dating and relationships and an interesting scientific researched fact that it really is true that for every single couple um, that forms um, your second year of dating is the most vulnerable year you will ever experience. So, if you're an avid listener to my podcast, I've already slightly mentioned over the fact that, um, I mean, before, this was just, like, me noticing. Um, it wasn't actually, like, a, you know, full-on, like, research fact yet, but, like, this was just my observational, um, you know, notes in my life. But, basically, I, in my other... Um, episode, I forgot what it was called, but I mentioned that I noticed um, in past years um, that a lot of my friends broke up with their, um, like, broke off their relationships after two years, and it was, it was really, um, they were all really consistent um and it seemed like you know every single one of my friends who always told me that oh yeah they you know we broke up and i always ask oh how many years did you date and it was just really crazy how all of them actually just most of them um said two years right so um Hours before this episode, uh, as uh, hours before recording this episode, I took it upon myself to do a little research, and I found out that um, according to Lifehack, um, um, I think a lifestyle website, um, they published the fact that it really is a true known fact that, um, you know, couples are in their most vulnerable state, um, in their relationship once they're at their second year. And according to the article, they said that it's mostly the couples who start off as, um, so-called like quote-unquote strong meaning like um they are at um their highest feelings wise like they feel so high of dopamine and all of these uh, happiness chemicals um during the first six months and even the first year and all that um where they shower each other with a ton of expensive gifts a ton of expensive dinners um just like kissing and touching each other and pda like non-stop like 
like it sometimes like feels like a little fantasy land of it's just you and your person um you know or some kind of fairy tale storybook thing um and that's what the article was saying how like um the study that was led um kind of saw that the majority of the couples who did break it off um after two years um experienced the highest amount of happiness chemicals during the beginning stages of their their relationship and like i really 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 don't mean to criticize at all because you know all of us are very much entitled to our own decisions and our own way of living and whatever but i'm just saying you know my boyfriend and i we have been together for almost five years now and i mean obviously let me just say it has not been easy at all so i'm not gonna pretend like i'm little miss perfect here but like i'm just saying like when i read that part of the article where the majority of couples who break it off after two years you know basically kind of have catapulted themselves towards this little fantasy land of where everything is like lovey-dovey and everything is perfect uh, with all these expensive gifts and these lavish dinners and all these I love you's and touching and PDA and you know all that as a person who's you know still currently in a long-term relationship and has been in a long-term relationship for so long you know just reflecting on that you know i'm also um i'm sure you know if um people who are listening who are married or you know who have been in uh extremely long-term relationships as long as uh me here um i'm sure like when you when you hear that a relationship starts on fantasy rather than reality i'm sure you you know and uh me over here it doesn't it 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 just kind of makes you go like well duh you know like um as a person who's been doing this for a while you know i can tell you and i can really share um on this episode today that like the the secret to to um staying with somebody for as long as possible and loving them for you know as long as possible is not really in those fantasy like things when it comes to like love and relationships you know like sure i would love if derek gave me flowers every single day but i don't really care if he does because you know there's other things in our relationship that are more of a priority than 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 just a bouquet than a silly little bouquet of flowers you know 
And again, like, I'm not trying to, like, diss or, like, criticize anybody here, but I'm just saying from the context of, like, you know, those early months, early year of a relationship, you know, if if y'all's just, like, stuff it with as much flowers as you can uh, buy them and as much lavish dinners and, like, all this PDA and not actually, like, talking about, like, um, like, real things, you know, like, as simple as, I don't know, as simple as, you know, how's your day going, right? And then, like, when you, when they tell you your day, you expand to, like, oh, I remember when I used to do that when I was a kid, um, and then you, you know, they get to know some a bit of your childhood, or, like, I feel like I'm just, like, rambling on here, but, like, what I'm basically saying is, you know, once I read that fact in the article, and as a person who's still currently with their one for, you know, from such a very long, for such a very long time, I can kind of see why, um, you know, the majority kind of, like, plummets, because true, real, authentic, and unconditional love is not based on lavish dinners or bouquets of flowers or just full-on PDA all the time, you know? And that, ladies and gents, comes to the next segment of this episode today where I will be sharing with you a kind of rough um uh no filter kind of origin story of my own relationship during its first couple years and how you know reading the article before this episode today about you know the scientific research facts of um, how two years is the most vulnerable state for relationships and yada 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 um, it kind of like reading that kind of made me feel a little grateful uh, for the way Derek and I started because I don't really share this um, story as much and I can't believe I haven't um, because I feel like people can learn from it. Um, but, you know, you listening, if y'all know me personally and you've been, um, you know, you've been an Instagram follower of mine for like years, uh, especially when I first started dating Derek, um, you know, you would think that like we started off strong and like, you know, and we just continue to be strong. Well, obviously, Instagram lies, okay? And at the end of the day, my pictures with Derek during our first year were honestly just pictures. <laughs> because the story is, um, mine and Derek's first year together was an absolute hot mess, I am a natural hothead. I have a very fiery temper, um, a short fuse, um, and I'm very opinionated. And mind you, before I met him, I was like single for five years. So, you know, my whole five years was 
I can do whatever I want. I can, you know, go to wherever I want to go. Um, I can sleep whenever I want to sleep. I can eat whatever I want to eat. I can, you know, like the the world is mine kind of attitude type. I mean, obviously, like, you know, I was working on myself because I was um, prepping myself for my next serious relationship because I was also looking for love. Um, but, you know, at the same time, five years of being single, that is a completely different dynamic than being in a full-on relationship. So, basically, you know, mine and Derek's first um interaction with each other was awesome like it was amazing like we talked for like almost an hour and a half to two hours on the phone because um we just got along so well and we found out we had more like similarities um and you know more things in common than we had expected um I mean, inevitably, that was, like, one of the biggest reasons why, like, I basically just, you know, chose to move forward with him to go on our first date and and our second date and all that. But see, okay, going back to the point where I'm a natural hothead, okay? Um, <laughs> mine and Derek's first date was great. It was amazing because... I was in my feels, I was infatuated, and I didn't feel like it was real life. So whatever Derek did that was a little klutzy or forgetful or, you know, all that stuff, I didn't see it because that was our first date. So it was fine. And then our second date, um, it was fine too. Um, I could already kind of see some of his flaws kicking in, but I still didn't. I didn't budge because I was still in that infatuation stage um, because it still didn't feel real yet because, you know, mind you, I didn't have any guy to call my boyfriend for, you know, from such a very long time of just being single. And then a couple weeks start to happen. Okay, this is only a couple weeks and then a few more weeks and then it turns into months. Um, and then I start to really, like, notice some of his flaws, um, and some of the things that he could, you know, work on better. Um, like, for example, just a brief example, like, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, like, a complete neat freak, but I'm just saying if you were to rate me or Derek as, like, you know, the cleaner one. I'm the cleaner one. <laughs> so I noticed this like around our third or fourth month together uh, when he would take me to um, his house to just chill. Um, he let his dogs uh, just like chill on the bed uh, at the same time as us. Um, when those dogs uh, that he had just came from the outside with their bare feet uh, without wiping their foot on any type of carpet. They just go from the dirt 
to the bed. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, little old me, you know, can be kind of submissive sometimes, especially if I don't know you as a person and I need to get to know, you know, you first for me to really, like, speak my mind. Um, I'm just that kind of person. But um, I knew that was the wrong thing. Okay. Um, and I knew those dogs, their feet, um, would make Derek's bed, um, literally be, like, a cushion-like replica of the outside with all the dirt and shit. Um, so I ignored it because I was still a little submissive me because, you know, we had only been dating for, like, three, four months. Um... Yeah, well, that was really wrong of me to ignore because, um, silly little me was like, put my face on the, the pillow or part of the bed sheet accidentally. And then it gave me this huge freaking zit that hurt AF, um, and but yeah basically all in all that was honestly uh when me yelling at Derek started to happen I'm not I'm not saying at all that you know his lack of cleanliness you know kind of started my tirade of like just yelling at him but uh, the things that he did after that, you know, it, like, it was more than just letting his dogs, um, chill on his bed when they just came from the outside, uh, without wiping their feet properly, but, like, it was, like, just, like, things, he's, I mean, he's still, but, like, he, he was very, like, forgetful, um, during those months of, you know, just some really minor things, but it still pissed me off because I'm a little bit of a control freak sometimes, too. Um, I don't want to give too much away because I feel like I'm just telling the world that I'm a freaking villain over here. But, um, basically, um, mine and Derek's first year together was a full of just me, like, yelling at him because he would do so many things that would like sometimes fuck up like our dates um that would sometimes um you know kind of like have me like kind of get slightly injured in the process like meaning like he would uh leave something in the middle of the floor and then I would trip over it you know, something like that, um, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy, like, to just, it's just crazy for me to just reflect on this, because our first year, though I keep saying that it was a hot mess, like, our first year was, like, very textbook, uh, first year of a couple dating, because, um, during that, I also, like, received, uh, the most expensive gifts that I 
have ever received in this relationship from him during our first year um and yes he would also buy me a bunch of you know bouquets of flowers um also get me like random gifts uh during random hours of the day um it was very textbook but i don't know i'm it's so weird i'm kind of happy that i i didn't fall for that like i'm kind of happy that i didn't like give in to the the glamour um and the fantasy of these gifts and our first year together um whenever like he would give me those bouquet of roses and all these like romantic gestures right like i'm kind of happy that i didn't give in to that because after he would give me those flowers sometimes you know he would try to put in a vase but then sometimes he would he wouldn't even find a vase because um like his place would be so scattered and disorganized that i would just i would just find myself rolling my eyes and being like oh my god let me find it for you because everything's so disorganized blah 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 and then like when he would treat me to like lavish dinners or give me those expensive uh gifts um obviously i'd still say thank you but you know i would still kind of like nitpick at him and be like um, <laughs> I hate this. I really hate this. But yeah, basically it wasn't good. Y'all, y'all don't know. Y- y'all don't need to know the whole story. But anyway, it was not good. So the moral of this story is basically, although during that time, um, you know, I was bombarded with like my parents and, um, even Derek's side of people just like telling him like oh be careful like she's always yelling at you and then like my parents too like oh be careful don't yell at Derek too much um all that hot mess like even though it played out like that you know kind of looking back um at basically like our success now because I I am still crazy in love with him to this day like like crazy um and i i don't know i don't know how that happened um but i'm gonna tell you in a bit um but yeah just looking back you know um i'm kind of grateful that we started off with a mess um because it really showed me that um that he could handle um like seeing me at my worst or just handling my worst in general at such an early stage you know and like he really showed me that he was he had what it took to form this beautiful um this beautiful amount of unconditional love for me that he has to you know currently but you know, I, I wasn't sure if he had it in the first year, because obviously, like, who would? Because you're just getting to know the person. But anyway, but yeah, as it feels, as weird as it feels to say, I'm glad Derek and I started off on such a rough patch, 
because it showed me how much this man like is really capable of like you know respecting me and honoring me and like staying with me when the going gets tough and you know at the end of the day all of those um things are all the things that are needed to continue on a relationship for years you know that would eventually kind of transcend to marriage you know it's not the fancy dinners again it's not the flowers it's not the um excessive i love you's and the pda and the making out blah 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 blah. it's unconditional love it is respect it is honor it is patience it is kindness through the storm right and the fact that Derek and I started through the storm basically and the fact that he handled it with such care and patience and he didn't even budge of like leaving me like that was basically like the foundation and the stronghold that really carried us through um that vulnerable state that every couple goes through once they get to their second anniversary together so this brings us to the third segment and the last segment of this episode so I am not trying to tell y'alls to find somebody to fight with (laughs) and then fall in love with. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm actually saying is, um, kind of go against that first year textbook relationship, um, kind of vibe um because it seems you know according to research it seems that the majority of couples kind of follow that script in a way where you meet somebody cute and you're like hey you want to date and they say yeah and then you date and then it's a never ending spree of just flowers dinners romantic gestures and kisses and hugging and pda it's just it's a spree instead of just like you know just like pausing and just being like hey why don't we like you know talk about like real things and kind of stop making out and stop going to these lavish dinners and actually like getting to know the core uh personalities and you know things about each other that matters and that will make our relationship last for a while so that's what i'm really saying here right because i'm like yeah like the first year if he gives you flowers accept those dang flowers you know who doesn't like flowers flowers are freaking beautiful so like but instead of gushing or like blushing and like getting it to your head that he's gonna love you forever and 
y'all are gonna get married having the cutest babies just from a bouquet of flowers. Not to be harsh, but try to get that out of your head. And really, really, you know, break that, um, break that fantasy and come back to reality if you want um, to be with this man, this woman for as long as possible. I just feel like with that statistic that I read from that article, it just seems that the majority of us like to spend the, our first year of, you know, our, of dating through a spree of, you know, material things. And I just feel like, you know, some of the best ways to spend that first year of being together is to really get to know each other um, and really take your time because you always have a year anyway, right? So obviously, you know, get your girl flowers, you know, get your guy that expensive gift, but like, don't just like make it all about the expensive gifts and think that he's going to love you forever. You know, don't just think you're going to get her flowers and she's going to love you forever, right? Because at the end of the day, you're dating within this world, this society, this imperfect um, world, you know, where a lot of, like, shit goes down um, and is basically inevitable. Like, life is still happening around your relationship. And at some point, or multiple points, life doesn't care if you're in love. It's still gonna hit you like a truck if it wants to. You know, it's still gonna, it's still gonna give you some troubles, some challenges to, to overcome. And you know, life just doesn't stop just because you're in love, right? And if you if you just feel that first year of getting to know each other with material like countless material things without actually like talking to each other and getting to know um each other's past traumas fears doubts uh, real personalities hopes and dreams like the real shit then no wonder you know y'all's aren't ready for uh for the dreaded two-year mark when you know that mark is when every single couple chooses to either leave or stay with each other because when you get to that two-year mark you know you're you're reflecting on you know does this relationship have substance and with that substance comes those conversations you know those real um, deep conversations um, of things that nobody else knows about and you know when you get to your two-year mark and your first year is just full of you know lavish gifts and all that what is there to deliberate and evaluate on you know not necessary you know <laughs> nothing really 
So, as uncomfortable as it may sound to some people to, you know, really use their time wisely and getting to know their new significant other during the first year, it's really necessary and it will really benefit you guys in the long run because at the end of the day there is no sane person in this world who has enough money I mean unless you're a billionaire who has enough money to keep buying their girls flowers every day Uh, or buying their man's you know, $3,000 sneakers or concert tickets um, for every weekend. You know, it's not really the way to go from a realistic sense. I mean, it's not only expensive, but at the end of the day, a real healthy, happy relationship that's based on unconditional love is more than that. And spending your first, you know, and second year really, like, getting to know each other and really getting to the core of whether this person, you know, is capable of loving you for a very long time is what it's all about. So anyway, I think that was my closing statement, but, um, yeah, um, I just like to thank you guys again for listening, um, to Outside the Litter Box. Um, I'll be making more episodes soon, so stay tuned. Uh, yeah, bye! Thank you.